Hello, choral singing enthusiasts. I'm Jerry Blackstone, Artistic Director of the docu-series in production, Choral Singing in America, Nurturing the American Soul. And it's a pleasure to welcome you to our second podcast. This is a series of podcasts that we're focusing on this fascinating project. And each podcast will update you on the progress of the film and will also feature a special guest. First, let me welcome Matthew Workman, our executive producer, and Brian Gockel, our filmmaker. Since our February 25 podcast, we've been busy. Matt, from your perspective as executive producer, tell us what an executive producer does and, and what you've been up to. Sure, I'd love to. And yes, we've been busy. Uh, so the executive producer, or the EP, as we refer to it in the biz, uh, oversees the bigger picture. They're just like a, a project manager. And my role is to help ensure that the project is completed on time, uh, within budget, and to high standards. Uh, and there's, of course, many details to manage within each of those areas, like uh, communications, marketing, and most importantly, fundraising. Uh, now, given our scope and budget, we're going to need two or three additional producers to join our team. And there are several different types of producers when it comes to filmmaking. Uh, you know, associate producer, uh, co-producer, uh, production coordinator, and all depending on the type or size of the project. So, for example, our fundraising efforts alone demand a lot of time. Every email we send out, every podcast we release, uh, design we post, conversation we have. Every single time we're making an impression and people are paying attention. Uh, well, that was the first part of your question. What I've been up to. Uh, well, certainly worth mentioning is uh, that we've established a fiscal sponsorship with our partner organization, Fractured Atlas. Uh, they provide tools and educational resources and uh, guidance to artists and arts organizations so they can thrive. Uh, but what's significant about this milestone is that it allows all donations towards this documentary series uh, to be tax deductible. So you can, uh, any listeners can learn more about that on our website and there's a link to their website and um, everything's connected. Uh, the other recent milestone was the premiere of our beautiful promotional trailer that Brian created, uh, first during the ACDA National Conference. And then we had a public premiere of the trailer uh, the following weekend, I believe it was, uh, as part of a, a live fundraising event uh, I refer to as a streamathon. <laughs> it was great fun. We had uh, Robert Eistad from uh, Cal State University Fullerton, uh, Lori Marie Rios from College of the Canyons, and the two of them, <laughs> if, if you don't know them, when the two of them get together, it's just many laughs, lots of fun. They're two characters. Very, they're great people. I love them. Uh, and it featured, anyway, Streamathon featured performances, guest cameos, and we raised over $15,000. So uh, it was very exciting and um, uh, we're on our way. So, uh, and lastly, we've announced uh, some exciting thank you gifts uh, for donors, which will be up on our website soon. So um, just a little teaser there. So we're off and running, uh, but still we have a ways to go. Thank you, Matt. That's very helpful. And, and we get a picture of what you're up to and also the, the sense of focus and organization that you bring to this massive project. 
Brian, our filmmaker, what's new in your world of filmmaking? Well, we just finished a major deadline. And it's funny that really, I mean, the past two weeks for myself have been a little bit lighter compared to what it's been like since around November. We had a mad dash to finish a a fundraising trailer or an overview trailer that we can highlight to the world of just what this project is going to look like when we're done. Uh, ACDA was uh, um, very kind to allow us to premiere our trailer at the conference that happened last March. And so we had a deadline. And so everything was kind of racing towards that goal. Within this trailer, we were fortunate enough to be able to really give you a little bit of a piece of all four episodes that we're planning on highlighting when this docuseries is complete. And, and, and if you've seen it or if you haven't seen it, you'll notice that uh, we, we try to highlight uh, interviews from people that are going to speak about singing in worship, singing in the community, singing in the academy, and also just a love for music. Um, we were so grateful to collaborate with um, many teams. Unfortunately, right when we were about to do this, we had a couple of in-person interviews with with um, Marty in Nashville, with Barbershop and Dr. Thomas in Jacksonville as he's moved there. Uh, but COVID picked up right in the beginning of January. And so we really had to rely on teams from each city to provide us footage. And it was so amazing seeing how everyone that we asked uh, was able to come through and provide us this footage and, and really create beautiful footage for us to work with. Eric Whitaker in California, to Sanjay Gupta's team at CNN sending us footage. But we're so grateful for all, all of the submissions that we received from so many talented filmmakers uh, in, in the cities that represented these, these people. But we are now moving forward towards uh, really getting into the nuts and bolts of what's going to be included in this film. And so Jerry and myself now have been spending a few times a week discussing the, the details of what we feel like is going to be included and, and really diving into the details now of telling the story about choral singing in America. Thank you, Brian. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun to be thinking, maybe we see a little past COVID. Maybe we can go talk to people in person. Maybe we actually could, Brian, maybe actually could film a rehearsal before too long. That's very exciting. And, and I know that you're excited about that, Brian, and I really appreciate that. Well, and, and as a teaser, for those of you who are following this, there may be some production coming up that we're going to be announcing here soon. So there's a bit of foreshadowing there, Jerry. Thank you. Cool. Um, I serve as artistic director of the project. And my job, as I see it, is to articulate the overall vision to connect us with choral singing experts and to be a member of this uh, wonderful team, both here and, and throughout the country that, that have agreed to help us. I'm thrilled with the progress we've made on the four episodes. Uh, as Brian was talking, we, we talk about the power of choral singing and, and it's I'm always wonderfully uh, affirmed that the instant we ask someone about why they sing or what what it is about choral singing, they're always talking about how powerful it is, how, how life-giving it is, how much healing it brings, and how much they miss it right now. So that episode, I'm, I'm looking, looking forward to uh, feeling the presence of, of so many people gathered around singing. And then the singing in the community and in worship and in the academy that will be the focus of the other uh, episodes. We're putting our ideas on paper, um, we're organizing them. 
Um, we have to account for every single second of every single episode. And so to put them in a logical order in a compelling order um, uh, takes a remarkable um, amount of work. And we're thinking deeply about what we want to say and how we want to say it. We're figuring out who we need to talk with and what questions we need to ask and um, determining the overall goals and shapes of each of the episodes. And it's daunting and invigorating all at the same time. Uh, it, was a, it was a thrill recently to connect with Emily Ellsworth, former conductor of Anima Glen Ellen Children's Chorus. Uh, I've known Emily for many years and she's a brilliant musician, wonderful communicator, clinician, conductor, and motivator. And I remember with great fondness a performance uh, several years ago of the Glen Ellen Children's Choir at the National Con Conference of the American Choral Directors Association in New York City that year. And Emily's choir sounded fantastic and looked fantastic and took us on a journey from the downbeat to the final cutoff. It was a performance that I'll not forget. Her work is always marked by an incredible sense of sound, textual communication, singer engagement and connection with the audience. In a recent interview with Miss Ellsworth, which we did from a distance, we asked her to speak about her concept of the value of singing together. I often talk about choral singing as being a model of peacemaking, because if you think about it, we can't do our work if we don't listen to one another. There's no way we can do good choral work if we don't really listen carefully to everybody in the room. Sometimes our part expects us to lead and put the focus of the audience on our part. We're the most important, so hey, audience, listen to us. With our voices, we give that message, and we've got to have the courage to draw the audience's attention. Sometimes our part is supporting another part, so our job is to step back, lighten the volume, and be a support mechanism for another part that's more important than ours. In choral singing, nobody sits on the bench. Everybody's important. Everybody is actively, actively involved all the time. And it's, it's really not about winning or losing. I love sports as much as most people, but it is a different model. And with music, which is part of the humanities, it's not about beating an opponent, an opponent, it's about doing the best work you can in one particular environment with one particular set of colleagues to lift the music off the page and create something moving, beautiful, thought-provoking, what have you, that impacts a listener. Thank you, Emily. That's wonderful advice for all of us. Let me encourage you, listeners, to really listen today and to create something moving, beautiful, and thought-provoking with those around you, whether they're the singers that you live with, friends, or family members. Listen today. Here's a fantastic recording of Emily Ellsworth and the Anima Glen Ellen Children's Chorus singing Daybreak by Stephen Paulus. Be inspired. Thank you. 